like, man, I'm relatively concerned today, okay? And I wanted to, you know, this is, uh, we're, we're going to have a quick show. You know, uh, James is going to, you know, do some family son stuff. And I'm like, I'm all for that. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take up too much time. This is um, what's going on, James. Um, I just finished the third part of your media series. And, um, and, and I'm a really good test case for this. This is what happened. I've been, Donna's been taking care of the site. I've been doing some shows. We had about a few weeks backup, you know, that I had a podcast set up and there so I could, you know, do all my building and dome making and stuff. And we're in the middle of that. And um, that's going well. And we'll talk about that one, you know, uh, another time. But I tell you, what it has done is I wake up in the morning, I go get coffee, I go outside and I work. You know, I work and I do some more work. Go, you know, yo, what's up, lunch, you know, people, go to the lake a little bit, a little weekend something, hang with the guy, go boating, you know, damn work. You know, a little deal, interface with some Hondurans, you know, they're working up here and helping their, you know, doing some work and whatever. They got some government program that they come up a visa of uh, hire them to do state work. I mean, you know, I'm like, that's interesting. But uh, we'll talk about that another time, too. But I tell you what happens. A lot of smart minds, a lot of people talk about a lot of things. But a lot of it's about the solutions and stuff that, you know, we've been talking about. And I haven't spent that much time on the Internet. I haven't been watching broadcast television. I haven't been watching a lot of cable news. I haven't been keeping up on it. Oh, Pelosi is back from Taiwan. She left. I mean, you know, I all this stuff don't know. Then we start, oh, and what China's going to do, and, you know, in Taiwan, and closing the strait, if we get into the hot war of, you know, and then, you know, uh, alliances between Putin and Xi, you know, Russia and China, and we got Ukraine as, you know, first it's COVID's on the front page, and then and then it was Ukraine, and, you know, now it's China, and that, you know, it's just like a constant bombardment of fear porn, and, you know, whatever the hell's going on. Today... I spent some time in preparation for, you know, I, I do this interview, and then a little bit later I do Dr. Mikevitz. I haven't talked to in a while. So we're going to do a, a show there. Being away from the media, being away from, you know, looking at every little story, being away from uh, the content that we put up on Freedom's Phoenix and so on, we had staff do it and Donna took over, and all I would do is go to the readers and listeners, and I would take what they send me, and I would forward it. Yeah, go put this up. You know, I'm busy. I got stuff to do. Being out of that matrix has been a nice relief, okay? I come back today and get immersed. I'm like, holy crap. You know, the, 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 the battle for my attention on ever-increasing, oh, my God, you know, made you look, made you look, which is what, you know, as an activist, which is what I do, I made you look, and all the noise made you look. Well, it better be worth looking at, you know, so that I can make you look next time, you know. That's what we're up against. Made you look, made you look, made you look. And it's not even about what you think about something. It's that you're thinking about what they want you to think about. Not how exactly. it is. It's just exactly. that you're even you're being bombarded with these yeah. issues. They what? It's COVID. Because you know? what are you doing when you are looking? 
You are just sitting there watching. You are listening. You are looking. You are doing nothing. What else do they need to do other than to get you into that state of sitting there passively doing nothing? That's the game. And guess what? They're winning that game. Here's the scariest news story that I have seen in recent memory. has nothing to do with China or anything else. It's from 2018. Time flies. U.S. adults now spend nearly half a day interacting with media talking about a Nielsen total audience report that was done in 2018 showing that the average American adult spends over 11 hours per day listening to, watching, reading, or generally interacting with media. And that was three, four years ago. It's going to be worse now. I bet you it's 12 hours. I wonder how... uh, Eventually, they'll get up to 25 hours a day. Don't you worry, guy. No, this is is crazy. You'll listen to... You're watching TV, and they change the pitch and everything, and they do it faster. You know, I've had people, you know, that listen to my show, and they tell me, I go, how do you listen to all, you know, everything? I Well, we put it on double speed. Yeah. You know? Well, like Guilty. Eight- Guilty. I listen to everything on double speed. I, I can't like- listen on single speed anymore. You sound drunk. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> get, up, get, up, get to the point. I, you know, I, this is, you know, while you were talking, uh, two things. One, in 2003, when I first started doing radio, I remember a stat came out for the first time teenagers were looking at a computer screen more time than they were on television. So I'm going, all right, better, maybe, you know? And then, and then um, t- uh, today, this morning, uh, a friend of mine and I were in the office, and he's doing his work, I'm doing my work, he's getting ready, he left to go to Europe and, and so on, so we're hanging out here by ourselves, well, you know, with staff and stuff, but as we're sitting there, and I'm going over, both of us were inundated with stories of one thing that I, I, I totally out of the blue, it was cannibalism. They are New York Times cannibalism. You have a new sh- uh, shows all about cannibalism. You know, get it? Cannibalism, crickets, and cannibalism. It's not so bad. It's the other white meat. You know, it's going to be soylent purple. I mean, you know, what? Whatever. Cannibalism is a thing that they're really putting. The World Economic Forum has a thing on cannibalism. You know, I'm just going. Wow, is there? There's no line, you know. There's nothing, and it. And what do you think about cannibalism? Doesn't matter. They just want you thinking about cannibalism, you know. So this, I'm. So exactly. Then I watch your um, uh, last year media stuff, and your research on um, when they started to do brain activity on people watching, and then I don't think that you got into it, but I remember. As a kid, when they're doing subliminal advertising at the movies, you know, did you ever did you talk mm-hmm. about the subliminal thing? Any? I don't. I don't remember. Uh, not that. in the Media Matrix. No, no, not in that series. That was something also that I'm going. You know, I was kind of looking for that because that was a thing when I was a kid. You know, that we found out they put in frames of whatever in you know, you know stuff. Mm-hmm. This is to what end? Just for your attention? Is it for? So, you know, it's the century of the self. You know, they, they're like, we need to control the masses. What, what do you think? Because this is before, I remember when you gave the story about them selling Gutenberg Bibles, 
you know, in the streets of Paris, and they arrest a guy because, how did you do this, you witch doctor or whatever the hell? You know, they, yeah. you know the um, Saudi prince uh, Aziz, you know, the king Aziz, they have the, the devil's in the box. You know, they go, no. So he makes sure it's, they're reading the Quran as he does it, you know, that kind of, so he gets that yeah. in there. Then you have um, yeah. uh, the telegram. But why? Why did the Saudi king want the radio against his clerics? It's because to- he knew he could help to control the population with it. Hey, this is a good tool. I want my hands on this. I got to just convince the clerics to go along with it. So what are we up against? It's not that um, this is what I, I think. Evil and, you know, uh, uh, sociopaths, psychopaths, whatever, they're not productive. They're not the ones that invent the inventions, the radio, the television, and so on. They're parasites. They're just waiting for you to do it, and then they take it. And they, yeah. But they're always yeah. ready for the next thing to do yeah. what? Okay, a uh, couple of things there. First of all, I think what you're saying there at the end is exactly in line with my most recent editorial that everyone should read if they haven't yet. It's uh, Technocracy is Insane, Anti-Human, and It Will Fail. And I think you're exactly right. The The parasite class is a parasite class. Most of the garbage that they're promoting is pie-in-the-sky nonsense. Um, AI, sentient chatbots and everything is hype. It is not real. We should not be cowering in our boots about it. What we should be concerned about is that phenomenon that you were talking about earlier, where suddenly you're outside working, you're too busy to be listening to podcasts or watching videos or whatever. Yeah, You've I got stuff to do. To the I, you know, I had some light jazz going on. I was just clearing right. my mind. Because you need to work. You need to do things, right? Mm-hmm. So that is an incredibly instructive story because I think that gets to the heart of what, what... When I say Marshall McLuhan, what does everyone think? The medium is the message. But what does that mean? What does that actually mean? And don't go to McLuhan for a simple explanation for it because he, he's all over the place. Um, but I was reading an interview with Neil Postman about Marshall McLuhan because... Postman was an acolyte of McLuhan. He knew McLuhan. He'd talked to McLuhan. And uh, in this interview, he was like, yeah, McLuhan would often say things in a confusing way. Sometimes he'd contradict himself. But what he really meant by medium is the message is that it's about this entire social and intellectual environment that is created around a medium. So you get economic structures as well as social structures around a medium. Uh, Around television, what developed? Um, as I pointed out in my course, my mass media course, as Robert Putnam pointed out in Bowling Alone, it was this big bestseller um, back around the turn of the 20, 21st century, around 2000. Uh, it was all about, in the not- last 50 years, from 1950 to 2000, there's been this incredible decline in participation in social, all forms of social organization and activities in America. And what could be behind it? And there's a bunch of different reasons, sure. But one major thing that you cannot deny is the correlation. The first commercial TV set in 1946, it had permeated over 50% of American homes within a decade. And from that point, social participation just starts plummeting as people literally physically sit there in front of their couch night after night watching TV rather than doing all of the social activities that they would have been doing in previous generations. Now we're at the point where it's computers and smartphones and people have their their face embedded in their screen for 11 plus hours a day. Um, how much more is actual real social participation and actual real work 
in the real world and actual declining real as a friends, result of not this. Facebook friends. <laughs> exactly. Does anyone remember real friends? And the worst part is that now your Facebook friends are your real friends, more so than your real friends, because you're going to interact with your real friends on Facebook anyway. You're going to meet most of your friends on Facebook or whatever the trendy app is these days, whatever. I don't know. I'm an old fuddy-duddy. How would I know? But that is more and more people's real life. Um, as I say towards the end of part three there in the Media Matrix, um, people are, uh, there's one very insightful person who said the metaverse isn't a space. It's not a place or, you know, the, the technology by which we enter into some alternate reality. No, no. It's a time. The metaverse is the time when your digital life becomes more meaningful to you than your real life. How many people are already there? Right. I mean, I'm sure we all at least know some people who are probably already there. And heck, I am not on a high horse here. I do this for a living. So I you better believe I'm sitting in front of a screen for many, many hours a day. And what does that prevent me from actually accomplishing in the real world? Again, no matter what I am saying, what I am doing or thinking about online, it's not, not me out there in the real world actually creating something in in reality. Right. So that is the, the message of the computer internet online medium that we're being steeped in is whatever, interact, play. This is your real life. That world out there, that's not, yeah, don't even worry about it. You're not there anymore. You're here. You are in the machine. That is the world that's being created. You know, I, I choose, it, it's a choice. You know, I choose not to be afraid. You know, I said, because fear is, it's a lot, oftentimes it's a choice, you know, and, and you go, you take experience, you know, you uh, uh, look at a situation, okay, I need to do this, I dodged that bullet, I mean, whatever, you know, and then how afraid were you? A lot of times in the heat of something, you're not even have time to be afraid. Fear is the unknown. Fear is the dun 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 the shark under the water kind of thing, you know, you got to, and I feel like we're in a constant state, where's the shark? There's a, there's a great white under here somewhere. Hell, we got Shark Week. You know, this last weekend, Donovan, she's in there, and she's all Shark Week up, man, you know? Then I'm yeah. going, yeah. you know, I, I, and I go in and then You know, that's another, okay, first of all, we should reference, of course, the famous Jaws phenomenon, whereby after the, the summer after Jaws came out, suddenly there was this huge spike in craziness. Oh, my God, sharks, sharks, sharks everywhere. When, whereas in reality, what, three or four people a year die of shark bites, right? Yeah. But it became this massive social phenomenon the world's type of thing. Oh my God, the Martians are invading. The radio said so. Oh my God, Jaws, sharks are going to kill us all. Look, didn't you see that movie? So that's one thing, the way that the media starts to shape our reality or our perception of reality and then make into reality. But here's another way of looking at it. Imagine if you, you know, you were just an average guy growing up in Arizona in the 1950s, 60s, 70s, 80s, but for some reason, somehow you had absolutely no access to media. How In that time, how much would the Cold War have affected your actual real day-to-day -day life? Which how much would you exactly have known or cared about what to. was happening in Moscow, right? I, you know, right now, all this stuff, Taiwan, Ukraine, yada, 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 yada. And, uh, and, and I'm thinking, I'm going, how does that affect me up here in northeastern Washington? Or hell, even in Phoenix. I, you know, I'm just going, what if I just, you know built my homestead out in the whatever and just didn't care. You know, I don't care. Well, they're going to do Merca. What about Merca? And you have flag and license plate says Merca. And I'm going, eh, just don't care. 
You know, and, and I wonder how much, and the reason I was apprehensive to uh, talk to you today is that I feel like um, uh, you and I talking or my, you know, anything that I do, it manifests it. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, it's like mm. the quantum reality yeah. thing, you know. And if we talk about this stuff, I would rather talk about gardening, you know, soap yeah. making. Exactly. You know, you're going, yeah. I'd rather, tell me about this uh, opportunity you have to go with your son. How old's your son? <laughs> uh, he is nine years old now. Awesome age. Awesome. Yeah. You know, they're yeah, smart they're... enough and big enough they can do it, okay? So The best uh, age, maybe. <laughs> it's um, it's between eight to puberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, Dad, don't, don't be in my yeah. sphere. You're I, I'm bracing for the time when I become terminally uncool. But oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> for the no, moment. It, it, it'll happen, too, no matter uh, what. I know. I but, know. The, um, but then when they're about 25, they start to see... Damn, man, that was pretty. Yeah, he's not an idiot. Yeah, you know? exactly. But the uh, so you got you know weather that. But the uh, opportunity to make soap. Tell me about that. How'd that come about? Why that? Because Donna makes uh, soap like just, she just made a batch. I'm sitting here looking at a bunch of soap. Yeah, it's just a community uh, center event that's going on, and my boys on it's summer holidays, so we're just looking for things to do around town. This is one thing that pop, pop, popped up, but actually, that's one of that is one of the good things about living here in Japan. I, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I haven't lived in Canada for 20 years, so what do I know about what's going on there now? But there seems like there are more of these types of community center events and things where it is, it's not for profit. I'm not, you know, we're not paying anyone. You just go, you show up. Um, maybe people are donating supplies or whatever, or there are volunteers doing it. And you do things like this, whether it's literally basket weaving or soap making or whatever. And there's all these types of things that are popping up all the time. This is just another one. I don't even know the details. My wife just said, Hey, take, take the sun to the soap making. I, okay. You know, <laughs> it's, I, for God, four or five years, I haven't used any other, it's, she makes mm. deodorant, you know, lip balm, lotion, uh, soap. I mean, all my personal hygiene, you yeah. know, is that she had a toothpaste powder, but I don't like the powder. So I'm like, get, you know, make it into paste and I'll do it. But the, um, uh, it, it, there's nothing that goes on my body, you know, that I haven't, I, I, I watch the ingredients go in. It, yeah, exactly. You know, you know and, what's in there. And yeah. it's just, um, and I feel so much better over the years I've gotten, you know, I mean, I'm older, you know, but I, I, I don't feel as sluggish as I used to, you mm. know, I say, you know, there, there, there's more energy, there's more pep, there's, you know, I'm out of fear, you know, but today after it was a really stark contrast for days of me doing lots of activities, we go to the lake and swimming, you know, friends come up, you know, a lot of the, you know, some activists have been coming up, you know, helping me for a day or two, you know, you know, a guy just left, another guy's coming from Southern California, you know, we're, you know, we're working, we're getting stuff done and I, I, and I want to share, there's a lot of great graphics and so on, but I don't want to talk about that. What I wanted to talk about is that experience taking me away from Blueface, you know, I mean, yeah. you're constantly yeah. in... And fortunately, I got staff and Donna taking care of things so I can do this. Mm. But I have to get back. I'm out. Like, this show is probably going to air in a couple of days. You know, I'm, yeah. I, my buffer's gone. You know, I have to actually yeah. get back to it and start building up and sit in the chair and do a bunch of shows, you know, again. Mm. So I just, like, when I start looking at the news and start getting up on what's going on, it's – I didn't really understand – you know what? I was like, God, this is this is corrosive. 
and then I watched your your uh, last of your media series, and I think it was number two that had the biggest impact on me. When you start getting in how these new technologies that take your time and how it's being used, what popularized it, you know, really wasn't, you know, uh, education, you know, which really is a big thing, you know, or even entertainment. It was manipulation. And it's the same people. They, they yeah. buy the radio stations. They buy the yeah. newspapers. They buy the television yeah. stations. This is the fundamental the story that you see in the history of mass media that I and wanted to really paint. the same people. It, it, it's... It's the it's the phenomenon. Okay, so Gutenberg invents this printing press, and it's this explosion of information, and then they come along trying to see how they can suppress it. And they try the censorship and the licensing acts and all of that, and it works a little bit here and there, but people rise up against it. It doesn't really work. You can have book burning all you want, but books will get out there. But then they come along with the, uh, the corporatization of the media, and now it's incredibly expensive to own a newspaper or a radio station or what have you. So it has to be this corporate thing. And of course the corporate thing's going to have a board of directors and that's going to be, so it, it's this dual nature of the media to, it, it is, it's this wonderful communication and now we can talk and we can spread information, but then they find a way to hone that in so they can gatekeep and control that information. That's exactly what is happening with the internet. It's the exact same thing phenomenon happening again explosion of information people connecting and now it's coming along and closing that the lid on that box and we've got you in the big tech box okay our host up here a, a, a financial supporter of ours and a really close friend um he understands he supports a lot of you know these things that we do and one of the things that we kept hammering on especially them being up here they got four big giant greenhouses you know a bunch of buffalo I mean, they, they got staffed. All they're doing is, you know, making, growing, and preserving food. You know, this is going to be a food thing, you know, so they're they're getting ready. No matter how much money you got, if you don't got the food, man, you know, life will suck. So, um, but communication has been a thing. You know, they, you know, uh, COVID wipes out the small town. They buy up the butcher shop and the grocery store, and they do it. And now they need a bunch of domes for, the, you know, some people transitioning into the community and yada, 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 yada. But communication, they flip a switch and you're done. You know, I just got Starlink uh, about a week ago or so. So, you know, uh, uh, things are a lot better. Now it'll freeze up a little bit, like five times an hour. I'll lose five seconds or something like that. But it's a hell of a lot better than onesie twosies going up and down that I'm kind of averaging 20, 30, something like that with this RV one that I can go anywhere. Okay. So I'm like, all right. The world just opened up. Now we can do a lot of other things. But the communication is so manipulated and controlled on the Internet, just like with whatever platforms. So we have to have yeah. our own, which is why we do you know, the IDFS yeah. and all that stuff. Now, did you finally, did you load up Cordal? Did they, you guys get together and do that and start minting? Not yet. Okay. I had my friend here, and I said, you know, you, you need to do that. He goes, all right, I called Jason Crow. I said, Jason, man, you know, hook him up. He was making sure it was all working before he left to go to Europe, you know, start, you know, mining, getting his leveling up. And it takes for you to get, like, um, level five when you can sponsor people and so on. But I got to make sure you can, you can get on. But uh, uh, that takes probably about a year 
you know, to get there. You don't get to level 10 or you get, you know, big block rewards or whatever until it's like nine, seven years or something like that. I mean, it's it's what, but it's time. It's invest. That's why I wanted to get everybody doing it now because Swatek's doing it, Thomas, Derek, me, you know, trying to get you going. Because this, the only, you're not going to be able to buy your way in. You're not going to be able to, you know, get some big giant mining thing or whatever. It's time. So they're putting it where you put web pages on. All this kind of stuff, kind of a different version interface with IPFS. And I'm going, then we could have the promise of the Internet the way it was when I remember in the early mid-90s. Yeah, exactly. It was a totally different animal back then. It really was. was, You know, friends, and you, you did... You know, uh, more in-depth stuff and not just stupid crap or just to get everybody trying to get my attention. Bling, 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 bling. You know, I'm just bells and whistles. And the one uh, part of your episode when you put on the Metaverse goggles or Oculus or whatever, and you had I've seen that video before when they're going away. They're like, it's augmented reality in reality. You never really leave it. Exactly. I. It's almost like we'll become a different species, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm wondering, what's the ultimate of that? We is there going to be the luddites, you know, the the book people in Fahrenheit 451 living out in the woods? I mean, you know, what 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 do you think is going to happen? We're going to bifurcate, you know, and you know, there's going to be three humans. There's the online ones, the not online ones, and the ones on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, there will be, I'm sure, there will be people that will be the holdouts who never. Uh, go near this technology, and I imagine there are people in our audience who at least will swear that they are part of that crowd. We'll see. Time will tell. But then again, how many people who are listening swore they would never have a smartphone, or they would never do this, they would never do that, and then they end up doing it, as a lot of people do. Um, it's It's the fundamental question of whether Luddatism is the answer, and I don't imagine that being some big phenomenon that's going to sweep the globe and everyone ditches their smartphones and they all go back to reality. If you can imagine that happening, awesome. But I find it very difficult to believe, as did, for example, Neil Postman. As I point out in my course towards the end of Amusing Ourselves to Death, he talks about that and says, you know, you could try it, but it's there's been the big TV boycotts and we're not going to watch TV and all that back in the day. And it I don't know. Look around. It didn't work. Um, pretty much everyone watches TV. So how are we really going to confront this? Because here's, here's the thing that we have to confront and really understand in order to have any hope of doing anything about this, is that this isn't some agenda that's being foisted on humanity. Oh, no, voluntary. I want. I totally agree. Totally agree, but... To, exact, well, to some extent... Obviously, the media technology is an expression of our human desire to communicate and to be part of a community. There is something fundamental happening here that's coming from within us that is manifesting in this technology that then gets glommed onto by the parasites. And so how are we going to address that? We have to have community, okay, and you can build it up in the real world, but now that people have tasted this simulacrum of community, are they going to ditch that in order for the to, to join the real world? And how are you going to make that a mass movement that's going to be adopted I, by I billions of people? I tell you exactly people? how it's going to happen. They're going to go hungry, bow, 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 okay? 
This yeah. is, you know, it's a food thing. Well, food is going to yeah. change people's minds about But everything. don't worry, you're going to get your synthetic bug meat uh-huh. while you're strapped into the metaverse goggles. It's it's the worst dystopian nightmare that you can imagine because it'll be so wonderful as long as you put on the goggles. When you take off the goggles, it'll be like, oh my God, no, put them back on. Right. People will want Ready to live one. in that fake reality. Uh, what they did here, they just came back this last weekend um, before they left to go to Europe. They They had gardeners and some staff here they took like six seven people and went to virginia i think it is where saladin you know josh saladin the, the chicken tractor guy they own so on uh he has a seminar there and you pay about like 600 bucks a person or something like that and they give you all how they farm and their big thing is not so much commodity farming you know on um you know like growing wheat and that kind of stuff it's more of repairing the land to grow livestock they have you know pigs and goats and cows and horton you know blah 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 and everything that they do is all about repairing the soil and what they find is after you you really start you know repairing the soil and you know a lot of composting a lot of you know you no tilling you crimp it over you do you know whatever all of a sudden Old guys come out and they go, this looks like 80 years ago. You know, there's some of these grasses we haven't seen in a century. You know, this mm. stuff just starts coming back. And the the earth manifests itself. It's kind of like a, a gene being turned on and off based yeah. on your yeah. environment. You know, it starts producing or yeah. making or disease or whatever. Its expression is from its environment. And that's exactly what's happening to the soil. You know, that expression. Yeah. And it's you know, yeah. a bunch of mycelium, you know, blah, blah, blah. We are the part of that, and we're the same. You know, what it gets expressed in our mind, in our genes, how our body reacts to stress, cortisol, you know, what diseases we have in it, is our environment. And I think people, they take nutrition, you know, semi-seriously and probably shouldn't be brown water and, you know, probably, you know, but... They don't understand how powerful our mind is. You know, the, the emotions that we have, the stresses that we see, the, the thoughts that we have. And I'm going, it's almost like I see they, them, those using it as a weapon. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, you know, this is the most important part of the entire agenda is that they are trying to dis- disconnect us from our our own power, understanding our own power, our own place in the world as acting agents in the world. No, 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 no. You're just consumers. You just watch things that we we put in front of you. And then the other part of that is the disconnection from the natural world and the abundance of that natural world, that the world is just naturally abundant. We have to put in effort and work and, you know, maintain it and till it and all of that. But it does produce life and that uh, the more they can detach us from that and put us in these synthetic urban environments where everything is provided to you by men in lab coats you know creating synthetic meat or whatever the more we get detached from that fundamental understanding of the abundance of the natural world that this is a remarkable amazing place that we could have everything that we need if we forego all of the modern conveniences but that's that's oh. the deal of the devil with the devil. I can tell you, there's some devil in this one. Okay, during the cannibalism thing, you know, you're there, and then all of a sudden, I guess you look at it, and then here comes 
a bunch of articles because you clicked on that one kind of thing. And, it, and, and you can see it's a programming thing. Here's a new trend. They can grow meat from, you know, cells. They get, you know, some stem cells from, you know, whatever. And they'll just, you know, lab-grown meat. Well, here's the new trend. They take biopsies from celebrities, grow the celebrities' DNA meat. I, I'm eating me some Jennifer Lawrence. Mm. You know, I go, sickness, man. This is just the weirdest, weird, weird, weird. I, you know, the fact that we're even talking about it is part of the I know, problem. absolutely. The fact that it's even a thing. Like, obviously, this is one of those things that's just so out there that no one... But we're talking about it. We're thinking about it. We're putting our mental energies into it. And well, then there are the people who come along and tell you, oh, that, you know, satanic, luciferian stuff. That's just nonsense. There's nothing to that. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile... No, the spirit cooking kind of crap. They do that. I remember when... Um, Bill Gates was promoting what's her face that was a spirit cooking yeah. Hollywood person yeah, yeah, that yeah. they uh, launched. Uh, Abramovich. Yeah, they were doing their Halo. You know their their new. Um, oh, uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, Marina Abramovich. And yeah, whoever. Katie. Yeah. Katie Perry is constantly cannibal. You can't watch a video without being horns yeah. everywhere. Any music yeah. video, I go that just send in the horns. When's the horn? Yep, they're the horns. You know, they just it's weird. And yeah. media is being used a lot, and that's why I'm not for abandoning ones and zeros in technology. I, I like it. I use it. I need it. You know, I, I, I give me a Tesla robot. You know, I put a <laughs> you know chain around them, but you know they can go out there and feed my chickens. You know, but then you lose you know the pleasure of feeding your chickens. You know, yeah. so I'm going. All right, well, me, I would do the Arduino little, you know, step motor and kind of automated. See, I don't mind, you know, using technology. It's called a tractor, you know. But the thing is, is that I in the machine that I ordered to blow the concrete. I mean, this thing's like forty six thousand dollars. I mean, you know, damn. But it takes you know the work of I don't know a dozen guys, you know, doing this stuff to build a home. So. I'm much more encouraged by solutions that we have to bring us back to humanity. You know, a lot of people got an idea what that is. Well, you make your own, you know, personal hygiene products. You 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 grow your own food. You you know, build your own house. You do all you know, kind of. You know, I'm going, yeah, you know, that that's probably better than not. But I'm going. I'd still like to be able to use email. You know, I'd still like to be able to access, you know, uh, videos and information on how to do a lot of this stuff. You know, I mean, so the technology is not the problem. It's the people and the entities and the institutions that use it to gain my energy, my time, my opinion, you know, to, to grease the skids for them. And what is the ultimate goal of they, them, those, the bad guys? I, I agree that's an important question, but actually uh, most of the philosophers in this subject would agree, disagree with you that, in fact, it is the technology. It is the nature of the technology and the way that it operates on us. Television and all of these things are not passive mediums. They turn us into certain types of people, and we should be very careful uh, with playing with that fire. Having said that, I got to go Yo. play in the real world, making soap with my real son. World. Before Freaking I go, a. I have a burning question for you, Ernie Hancock. Would you eat the meat grown from the musk biopsy? <laughs> <laughs> I know you would. I know you no, would. No, I think I'll decline. <laughs> you know, because you know, that's one thing, like you say, the technology itself is the problem. 
And I'm going, there are some things that, you know, once you cross a line, you've crossed that line. You know, you know, right? I'm not, you yeah. know, I'm not really gay. I just, I just sleep <laughs> with you know, a couple of men, you know, yeah. I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm, I'm, I, I'm a virgin. It's just yeah. a tip was put in. I mean, you know, like yeah. that, that kind of thinking. This is why, this is why my vow is not to strap on the, the metaverse goggles. That's my line in the sand. And I've made that line in the sand and. That's that's where I stand on this. There's no crossing that line in a good way. I'll use it to, you know, put the corporate report in the metaverse so people can find information out there. No, there there's a certain an point. episode of Star Trek Next Generation where Wesley Crusher puts on this little mm. goggle thing. I don't know if you remember or if you've yeah. seen that one. The game. Yeah. yeah. The game. One time. Boom. You're down. Yeah. They, they, they want to get you. One time. One time. One time. Mm. And I'm yeah. just, we got to protect. All right, I'll let you go, man. Solutions. Right. You know, we're going to be, you know, keeping this theme going. And one of the solutions is, God, can you get some good? You get to watch, you know, uh, videos by Corbett. I mean, you know, you know, how-tos on a bunch of stuff that we're doing. But um, I'm with you, brother. You keep on it because, you, you, you know, I, I hate to say I, I was afraid. I was relatively concerned with my experience over the last, you know, a couple of weeks, you know, getting yeah. immersed again today and then watching mm -hmm. your videos. And I'm going, man, then there's some evil out there. You know, we need to be aware. James Corbett, CorbettReport.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, James. Go have fun with your son, man. All right. Thank you. Take care. Peace.